Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And uh, welcome back to our second hour. I would love to hear your uh, voice. And the way to do that is to give me a call. We have two lines open right now at 888-787-5543. To make it easier, that is 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Call right now, please. We have uh, Joe... Uh, ahead of you, Joe is calling from Cleburne, and I'm going to go back to his call in just a moment, and we'll finish up with Joe, and then you would be next. So it's as simple as that. We have half a call ahead of you. <laughs> so call now. Um, I do uh, want to mention one quick thing, and that has to do with uh, St. Augustine and feeding St. Augustine. I, I try to do this each year at this time. We're right in the cusp of hot weather, and uh, there is a disease that kicks in when it gets really hot, and that is gray leaf spot in St. Augustine. We have two issues with St. Augustine in the summer. One is chinch bugs, and that's when your lawn uh, in the sunny, hot, sunny parts of your yard looks uh, dry. You water and it doesn't respond. That's probably chinch bugs. It's a little bit early for them. Uh, but gray leaf spot could start to show up almost any time now. Um, and it is exacerbated by applications of nitrogen. You put out nitrogen, and the lawn looks worse a week later. It begins to have yellowed areas, kind of like uh, back in the spring when you had take all root rot. And uh, when you look at the blades closely, you realize that, uh, oh, my gosh, look at these spots on the blades. They're the size of BBs, and they're diamond-shaped and gray-brown. And that's gray leaf spot uh, that can be controlled by an application of azoxystrobin, the same thing you use for the gray leaf for the take all root rot, but you also can really help gray leaf spot by not putting nitrogen on your lawn when it's really hot. So this is about the tail end of the time to feed St. Augustine until September. If you're going to put fertilizer on your St. Augustine, which is not a bad idea, but just don't overdo it, I would recommend putting it on at half rate now and watering it in right away. So. That's my word to the wise. Uh, let me do my ad for Whiskey Stone, and then we'll go right back to Joe. Whiskey Stone founded in 1983. It's a third-generation family business, and it's a pretty nice family. Mike and Derek Wisnan, who are the son and grandson of the founder, and uh, they are now the operatives at Whiskey Stone in southeast Fort Worth. These uh, fine men are leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, and nobody knows stone any better than Mike and Derek do. They buy from the finest quarries in the Southwest. They can ship anywhere you can hear me. They will ship their stone to you, deliver it to you. And if you need a referral to a landscape contractor who can uh, build your patio or your retaining wall or your pool decking or whatever it is for you, they know the best because they're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Whiskey Stone. In fact, they're more than active. They are just so involved and so supportive of things that TNLA does. Nobody any nicer in the stone industry. There's nobody who has a better inventory, nobody who has done more to make the southwest part of America look more beautiful than Whiskey Stone. They're at 4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South, 22 acres of stone. And that's at 817-429-0822. Open Monday through Saturday. 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and you're looking for great, authentic Yeti products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Yeti's from uh, from Richardson Ace Hardware. I've, 
fortuitous that she would bring that up. That's great. Thank you, Carrie. She and JJ own and operate that store. Just a beautiful store. They just remodeled and have done a great job with it. Now, let me go back to Joe in Cleburne, and let's finish up with the oak tree. I think I have everything straight. Let me kind of bring everybody up to date, Joe, and you correct anything I'm saying wrong. Uh, the okay. uh, whatever it is, city or whatever, was out doing some uh, uh, digging and some repair work, and they got kind of close to a, a several-year-old oak tree and uh, damaged the trunk of it several feet off the ground, and uh, they, they skinned up the trunk pretty badly. And it's only on that one side, right? That's correct. All right. And now I want you, now that I'm, I'm firmly tuned in on, on the kind of damage on the trunk, tell me the dimensions of the damage again. Um, the high to low is about 18 inches, and left to right, is about 11 inches. Now, it's not a perfect rectangle, but that's sure. the, the highest on, on both sides. Did they hit it with a bucket or something and just, just dig it off, or what What happened? No, what happened was that uh, it was very saturated there, so they kept on rocking their their machine, and mm-hmm. it rubbed up against the, the tree, and their tire, and that's another thing, too, their tire, because it was saturated, got so deep, and it was right close to the, the trunk of the tree, and it was spinning. And it went all the way to the hub, and I would say it probably about knee high, um, and it, it got stuck. So they had to hire, or they brought another vehicle out to pull it out. Oh, good heavens! Trying to block it out. Wow. All right. And did they do a lot of damage to the roots that you can tell? What they, What they did was once they got it out, they they scraped dirt over it. So I haven't dug up to see what they did there. I was right. uh, I I wanted to leave it be. I didn't want sure. to. Sure. Uh, How long ago did this happen? About three weeks ago. All right. Um, we've had enough hot weather, so you should be seeing some damage if there is damage done to the top of the tree, to the canopy. Are the leaves holding on that side of the of the top? Yes. Okay. That's good. I would take photos of the of the tree every five or seven days, maybe every every Sunday or something, so that you have a benchmark. I'd take them from the same side. I'd, I'd take them at the same time of day. Uh, let's just play along with me on this one. Let's say it's on the east side so that you'd want to take them in the morning with your back to the sun and and let the sun shine on that side that is potentially damaged so that you have a an ongoing uh, record of of how the top of the tree looks, the, the uh, density of the canopy, um, and then I'd walk up to the trunk and take a photo of the of the the trunk itself with the damage, so that you can see if uh, if new bark starts to form a few months from now. I'd just document this time after time, and I'd I'd uh, maybe take your first photos and print them and and send them with a notice. I want you to be aware that this happened, and uh, at this point I'm going to monitor it, and I'll I'll be back in touch. You know, without anything threatening to was this the city? Is that who did this? Yeah, yeah. Without any threatening thing to the city. Um, if you have a certified arborist in Cleburne, uh, you might want to get him or her on site at some point to look at the tree and to monitor it with you for you. Um, the International Society of Arboriculture (ISA) dot I think it's com maybe org. Uh, has a find a certified arborist uh, link on their on their website. Uh, it just says find a certified arborist, and you enter your zip code, and they'll tell you the closest one in a 25-mile uh, radius. And there are parts of West Texas where you have to be willing to say a 250-mile radius. <laughs> in Cleburne, it won't be that hard. Uh, but uh, you might start with that. You have to look at them kind of closely because there are times that it's utility companies that have certified arborists, and, they're not people that would be available for hire, but that would be somebody who could uh, give you opinions with good credibility. Um, Dan Weaver at Weaver Plant Nursery there in Cleburne is a, a very good nurseryman, and he could, uh, in the absence of a certified arborist, he could look at the tree with you and help you. Um, odds are, if the damage is only on that one side, if they didn't just shake the tree loose, uh, by that vibration, odds are it will be okay. Um, they didn't crack the trunk in any way, right? No, I, I was watching the entire time. Uh, 
and they were yeah, it was just driving me crazy. And I told them oh, they were yeah. going to do that, but they didn't listen to me. Yeah. And but I mean, they've already it's already done. So. Well, guys, guys on tractors do not always have the most intelligence for trees in the ground. I, I, I don't have any fault to find with them. They're doing their job, and they don't understand the trees. And tree people don't understand what guys on tractors have to do. So you know, it's, we all exist in this world. We just hope we don't break into open warfare in the process. Right. Yeah. But that's. I think that's kind of the, the step-by-step of what I would do. All right. I'll start doing that first thing in the morning then. All right. Good luck with it. Thank thanks you, Neil. For the I appreciate call. your help. You bet, and thanks for waiting twice on me. All right, Sheila and Waxahachie, you'll be up next. Stay with me. We have pomegranates coming up, folks. Sheila's going to supply pomegranates for all of us. Uh, we have open another open line now. If you'd like to call, it's 888-787-KLIF. Actually, Sheila doesn't have any pomegranates. That's why she's calling. 888-787-5543. Call right now. 888 888- Seven eight seven five five four three. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I had a book called, and still out there. You can, you know, if you go into a bookstore, this is the one you'll end up with. But it's thirty, thirty years old, thirty-one years old. I hope you don't get this one. It's um, it's uh, the Complete Guide to Texas Gardening, and that was done by a publishing company, and and then they sold it, so it still has their name on it. They were great to work with, but. But I still had a committee I had to work with, and I still everything got changed and cut and edited, and it wasn't the book I wanted. This case with Lone Star Gardening, I had a I had an editor, but Carolyn Skye is somebody I have known for a long time, knew before we ever did the book together, and I knew she would be fair and honest with me, and that she would. Uh, well, there were plenty of times she said, "Neil, need to rewrite this." It's, it doesn't say what I know you want it to say. Things like that. She always uh, was honest with me, but she was honest in a supportive way. She just didn't just rewrite it for me. She said, this might help. And, and uh, oh, my goodness, she's fabulous. So that was Carolyn. And then Cindy Smith is the graphic designer who laid this thing out. And at the end, yeah, she said, you know, Neil, in your 344 pages, you're aware that we've put 840 photographs in it. And yet they're not little postage stamp size photos, thumbnail size photos. They display the things well. She did just yeoman service on the book and all the charts and everything else. She's she's wonderful. So that's the book, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do all the important tasks in your landscape and garden. You never have to ask, Neil, when should I do this or that? It's all in that chapter. Then chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I spent a month writing each one of those chapters, sometimes even longer, and uh, took me a lifetime to learn what I put in those. So satisfaction completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. Book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. You uh, buy it from my office, or you go to my website. The website's the faster way to do it and you can't forget that way but uh, the office is available if you just don't buy on the internet the office phone number monday through friday business hours 800-752-GROW 800-752-4769 the uh, website is neilsperry.com i sign every copy that's why i wanted to sell it directly to you and uh, I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow. And if you need it for Father's Day, I need to have that order by noon on Monday. Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes or sometimes the same home may have multiple personalities. From invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish, whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to LensLighting.com. All righty, we have Lens Landscape Lighting at our home, and we are thrilled with it. also want to tell you about great news from Baylor, Scott & White Health. I hear these same words and the same basic message 
lots of places, and uh, I hope you'll take advantage of it. They have made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time, wherever we are. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it, like right now or later tonight, even on weekends, when allergies start acting up while you're out in the garden. Maybe it's when you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care that you need, so you can stay focused on doing what you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER to 88408, B-E-T-T-E-R to 88408. Download the MyBSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Baylor Scott and White Health, they're fabulous. Text BETTER to 88408. Baylor Scott and White Health, MyBSW Health. Text BETTER to 88408. I'm Doug from Jabo's Ace Hardware. We're your source for great outdoor products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. All right, Doug, thank you very, very much. We have uh, we have two open lines right now. Sheila first, you second. 888-787-KLIF. Call now. 888-787-5543. Sheila in Waxahachie. This is Neil. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Uh, I have a pomegranate. been in the ground for five years, and it's about nine foot tall. It gets full sun, but there's no blooms. It's in the ground, and I've used fertilizer stakes. Any idea? All right. I wouldn't fertilize it with the stakes. That, it, that has nothing to do with whether it's bloomed or not, but I, I just am not a big stake uh, lover need to put it on the surface of the soil and water it in and basically uh, um, I probably would fertilize lightly with uh, the same thing you use on your on your turf grass I know that sounds a little bit counterproductive because you're using all nitrogen when you do that and you say well that's mm-hmm. all for leaves and that's not what I want and I, I get that but but you don't okay. need to use the stakes um, in terms of uh, uh, and I'll explain why. That puts too much fertilizer in one spot, and then eight inches away, there's nothing. Uh, in terms of pomegranates in our area, um, we have had two of the most damaging winters uh, for pomegranates in general, uh, just the plants mm-hmm. themselves. I'm amazed that your your plant has come through those winters uh, mm-hmm. because the ones around me, I'm on the other side of the Metroplex in McKinney, but they have frozen to the ground. A couple of the uh, people that I have uh, watched lost their plants entirely. They didn't even come back from the roots. And Hmm. um, so, uh, you know, that may be part of it. It may be that your plant just has not had the oomph to bloom. I haven't seen a pomegranate flower. Let me think what I'm about to say before I say it. That's always a good idea. Politicians should try this. Um, I don't think I've seen a pomegranate bloom uh, in three years uh, in in, uh, in the areas I've been traveling. And I think that okay. is a reflection of the winters. So, okay. okay. Yeah. And, you okay. know, I don't want to break your heart, but I will tell you that pomegranates really do better west of here than they do here. They really prefer okay. a, a hotter, drier climate, more like San Angelo, um, mm. Fort Stockton, uh, Pecos, uh, Abilene, that area, than they do the mm-hmm. Metroplex. So it doesn't matter what variety it is. It's uh, well, wonderful. Prob- probably does. When I when I was writing the the book, I just did the ad for. Uh, I did some research, and there are some Russian varieties that are uh, more winter hardy and not as tart as as the uh, variety Wonderful. That's been the only one available to us for a long time. And okay. uh, those those varieties, I think, uh, probably would have a better chance. I think Walmart Nursery in De Leon sells them, some of them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, let me look at the, they still have the website up, but I think A&M is about to do something just disastrous to their uh, horticultural website. I've told them I don't like what I'm hearing. But I think they still have their mm-hmm. fruit and nut resource site up if I can get it to work. It may not be up now. 
No, there it is. Let me see what they say about pomegranates because I think they list the the ones. Um, varieties. Table one can be ordered from out-of-state nurseries if they are unavailable locally. Yeah, they have them. All right. So this uh, this bulletin, and I would I would look at it quickly because they're in the process of redoing everything. It's a, it must be a directive from the top people at the university. I'm starting to recommend people look at Oklahoma State because they haven't done this. You're almost about to have to register to get anything from A&M. Uh, it is E, as in Edward, E-613, and it's just labeled as pomegranates. And okay. it was written by Larry Stein, Jim Thomas, and Monty Nesbitt, the three gurus at A&M in fruit. Larry Stein is the head of extension in fruit. Larry and I communicate very frequently, and uh, okay. it's it's the it's the the great information on pomegranate. It's a wonderful sheet. Mm-hmm. It shows right. where they're where cool. they're best adapted and everything. I'm just scrolling through it. It has everything you want in it. Well, I have an admission to make. We took a road trip one year. We went to Walmart Nursery, and I asked for the pomegranate. He brought out the rushing one, and I said, no, I want the wonderful one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he probably knew what he was doing, but I didn't, so uh, we'll try that again. Yeah, they have <laughs> one, two, three, four. They have three or four that are Russian, one turkey, and they're... Uh, one of the Russian ones says, has produced some of the best yields to date, ripens in late October, cold hardy, adapted over a wide area of Texas. Russian 18 is that variety. Uh, okay. Cold hardiness. Yeah, these, this, is, this is the list you want. Now, finding them is a different story. And uh, for what it's worth, I, I am not looking at their website, but the University of California at Davis is the repository of all the pomegranates of the world. They have all the known varieties. I just think that's cool. I just that just blows me away. They have hundreds of varieties growing there, or 150, 200 varieties. So. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you might well, look at their know. website. Yeah, so I've I've done nothing but tantalize you with useless information. <laughs> so on this on this other one that's in the ground, should I give it another year and and do the fertilizer on the the top of the ground and see if a it you know it's a better winter this year if it makes it or what? Yeah, the winters have to get better. I can't imagine that they would uh, continue to do what mm-hmm. they've done. Uh, yes, I think okay. I would do that, but I also, rather than do- uh, pulling it out and planting a new one right there, I think I'd just get another one, plant somewhere else, have a second okay. variety. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. Thank you yeah. very much. I'm glad you called. Take care, Sheila. Bye-bye. All right, let that. me see where we are time-wise. Good time for our tiny garden tip. Folks, I need I need a couple more calls to get me through uh, my, my program. Let's not be reticent about calling. This would be a nice time to call, don't you think? 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. I'm going to tell you about Ace Hardware now. I'm going to tell you about the Ego Power Blower. I love talking about Ego, and there was a time that their their ads intimidated me, and then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to admit when I come to something that I don't uh, don't understand. I'll just tell you that because this is kind of new technology. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, and uh, this is the uh, this is the group of forty North Texas Ace Hardware retailers, local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. There is a local person who owns that Ace Hardware store that you're about to walk into. Somebody local. Now, there are some owners who have two or three stores, so that owner may not be in that store at the time you go into that store, but there'll be a manager there, and I hope you'll let them know, hey, thanks for sponsoring Neil's program. I hope you'll talk to them because they are local people who understand what's going on in your community. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ego Power Plus 615 cubic feet a minute, 56-volt battery, handheld leaf blower kits, battery and charger for $219, and you save $20 more with Ace Rewards. You pay only $199. Did you get that? Can you repeat that back to me? It's the Ego Power Plus 615 cubic foot uh, per minute blower. Delivers air speeds of up to 615 cubic feet. I said that, and 170 miles per hour to power through wet leaves and grass and other heavy debris. 
Oh, my goodness. This cordless leaf blower delivers up to 75 minutes of average runtime on a single charge with the included 56-volt, uh, 2.5, what is that, ampere hours? Is that what that AH is? I think I, I think I remember that right. Arc lithium battery. Now, this leaf blower features a high-efficiency brushless motor that delivers long run times, low vibrations, and an extended motor life. This quiet, lightweight, and compact electric leaf blower gets the job done faster and quieter than gasoline. Experience power beyond belief without the noise, fuss, or fumes. Now, that's all the technical side of this that I needed to read to you. On the practical side of it, I have several pieces of Ego equipment, and I love them. And they really work, and they're great. Chainsaw. I have a, a, a pole pruning saw, and it works great. This is good equipment. Ace Hardware is where you buy it. They'll explain it. Ego. Go on in today. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes or sometimes the same home may have multiple personalities. From invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish, whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting. We light the way you live. For more information, go to LensLighting.com. Thank you. And let me tell you about Neil Sperry's eGardens. I'd love to have you sign up for it. You go to my website to NeilSperry.com and uh, click on the eGardens tab. Now, there are a lot of things you can do at my website. You can uh, look at my uh, uh, Frequently asked questions, other things I'll tell you about them in a minute. But, but when you click on eGardens, you'll see the most recent issue, and um, then you also see the sign-up spot there. What you'll find in eGardens is the plant of the week, a featured plant of the week, something that either needs to be planted right now because it will then mature at such and such a time. For example, in two or three weeks, we'll have the featured plant will be fall tomatoes. Imagine that, huh? And uh, that'll be the time to plant them, the last week of, of June. Uh, but right now, we have a featured plant of a different sort. And then you'll also have gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that, uh, probably the top 12 or 15 things that are most critical to get done this weekend. And then you also will have the uh, Q&A section, which we have really revamped. Uh, I take uh, gardeners' questions. They need to be sent in right at 6 o'clock. On Thursdays when eGardens distributes and I take the first 10 or 12 that are of general reader interest and uh, it, it, it's been fun to do that to take a lot more questions and um, so that's and then a couple of other stories it's like an old-fashioned garden section I hope you'll look at it because if I can get you to look at it once I think you'll say yeah, I want to sign up for that that's Neil Sperry's eGardens you'll join 80,000 other people who get it each week and that's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We're talking this weekend about how plants and pets can cohabitate. If you have any amount of shade in your backyard, odds are that you're trying to get St. Augustine to grow there. Dogs are death to St. Augustine, much more than they are to Bermuda. The reason is that all of St. Augustine's stems are above ground. They're stolons, S-T-O-L-O-N-S, while Bermuda has both above and below ground runners called rhizomes. Bermuda stands traffic much better, but it won't tolerate the shade. The only way around this pedestrian problem in shade is to limit the dog's access to the turf areas or to replace the grass with a ground cover that will hold up better to the abuse. Mondo grass, monkey grass, is not a true grass, but it's a vigorous, tufting ground cover that's tall enough that dogs usually don't do it much harm. Purple winter creeper Euonymus has woody stems and leathery leaves, and dogs don't like to run through it. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. That's the company to call for the finest in tree care. They are the award winners. They are the pace setters in tree care. Nobody will do your trees better. And uh, that's because they have the carefully trained employees 
They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year. Why do you need that kind of credentials to have a great company? Well, because trees represent the, the biggest part of the biggest assets in your landscape. They represent a lot, thousands of dollars worth of, of value when it comes time to resell your home. And that's why you want nobody but Arborological Services to touch your trees. That's our rule of thumb at our house. Nobody except Arborological Services. It's very important. What do you do when it comes time to prune a tree that's had some kind of damage and uh, there's decay starting to set in? How do you stop that decay? How do you make that tree strong again so that you don't have a problem on down the road? The folks at Arborological Services know what to do. They'll help you. They'll guide you. They'll take care of your trees. Let them come out every six months or 12 months and take a look at your trees, just like you go to the dentist or the eye doctor. Have them come to your trees. You can't take your trees to these doctors. Let them come to you. They have three men on their team who have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. That kind of leadership is why they are so very good and so revered in their industry. Arborological Services. That's a real word, Arborological, and it stands for leaders in their industry. It stands for the best of service. Arborological Services. 866-552-7267. It's a toll-free number from any of the local area codes serving all of Dallas and Tarrant Counties. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267 on the web, arborological.com, Arborological Services. A new Gallup poll finds more Americans are moving toward conservative political views, but more Democrats describe themselves as liberal. I'm Dave Williams. We'll explain at 540 and 740 Monday morning. DFW's Morning News with Dave and Amy, 5 until 9 a.m. on KLIF. All righty, and finally, before we go back to the phones, again, if you'd like to call, last call for phone number, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-KLIF. Five five four three. Oh, and a reminder that tomorrow morning, Mike Bass and I will move on down the hall. Actually, we're going home for the uh, night, but uh, we'll be set up down the hall at WBAP Sister Station from 8 until 10 doing my program there. So join us there at 820 on your AM dial. Uh, let me tell you about my website, and then we'll go back to the phones. Uh, my website is neilsperry.com. That's where you can... Uh, Sign up for eGardens that you've heard me talking about. That's where you buy my book, Lone Star Gardening. It's also where you see my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. And it's uh, where you uh, also see archived information on rose, rosette virus, and crepe myrtle bark scale, and a lot of other important information. Now, that's all at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, my website, Take a look. Hi, I'm Adele from Plano Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great garden products. Count on us for a friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Adele, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. We go to Dan in Grapevine. Dan, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting on me. How can I help? Neil, I think your commercial uh, answered my question. I've got a couple of young redbuds that we had planted during a complete redo of our front uh, landscaping a couple of years ago. And the uh, first couple of years, they, you know, had moderate growth. Well, this past year, I mean, it's almost like they've doubled in size, for goodness sakes. And I was wondering, you know, is there a time when you can trim them back or how to trim them back? But it sounds like your advice is maybe we should have somebody early in its life take a good look at these trees before you do anything. Are they a grafted variety or are they just standard uh, red buds? I think they're just a standard red, but he, he was uh, uh, suggesting these because they were a smaller version. That's all I remember. Well, then that would be a grafted variety. Did he? Did they have a name on them? I'm sure they did, Neil, but I don't recall what it is. I don't. I don't mean just a label and a price tag. I mean, was it was it uh, like Forest Pansy or or uh, Ruby Falls or anything like that? 
I, I think now that you mentioned Ruby Falls, I think that was the name. Is it a weeping redbud? Well, it's obviously the way it's posturing itself, I think that could be the case. Okay. The reason I'm asking that is uh, there are, and I'm not really not trying to lead you down a path and, and uh, trap you in something. I have seen red buds that are grafted varieties that will suddenly just go nuts. And when, when you look at them more closely, you realize that there's something coming up from down below, below the bud union. And that's the standard um, uh, uh, regular red bud rootstock that is growing. Is it the same color? Is this really vigorous growth the same color of foliage as the as the uh, top growth? Yes. Okay. Uh, if you have Ruby Falls, it, it should have, uh, it, it, well, if you have one of the purple-leafed top uh, growth types, I, I, I'm asking my questions wrong. Uh, if the vigorous growth is coming out of the top, then it's obviously the same as the top growth. It may be that your tree has just gotten really well established and has uh, its roots well established now. It's just feeling the oomph of, of growth now. It's happy. And if that's the case, then uh, nothing to worry about. If it, it ha- has any growth that looks different from the rest of the tree, then you have a concern that you don't have the same tree. That will happen with grafted varieties sometimes. But they normally don't maintain, if, if, if you have a purple-leafed redbud uh, and it develops this odd growth, it normally is not purple. It, it reverts to green and, and grows more vigorously. And in that case, you really would want to take it off. I am, I am taking you off to Mars. I am not proud of my answer so far. I don't think I want to try it again. <laughs> I'm well, even, I'm even the, putting myself to sleep. <laughs> the the, uh, the leaves at the top, bottom sides, they're all kind of the, uh, you know, the beautiful green leaves, uh, okay. probably about about the size of a uh, a, uh, a coaster for a drink glass or something like that. They're beautiful. Just beautiful. Well, that, that just sounds like a plant that is very happy and and doing well. I. Uh, was it planted where it is because because some the salesperson told you it would be a dwarf variety would fit in that spot, and now you're concerned it's going to overgrow it. Yes, sir. All right. Um, I don't know that you have to have somebody out to do that pruning. You can do selective pruning yourself, but that's up to you. Um, and and it could certainly be pruned in the summer. You don't have to wait until winter. Better all to right. do better to do little pruning jobs all along than to do a major whack job at one time when you're when you're shaping a tree. Understood, sir. Understood. All right. Thank you very much. All right. The next time you call me, you will get a coherent answer. <laughs> I don't care what the topic is; it'll be better than that one. I appreciate you, Dan. <laughs> I'll announce myself as Dan from Mars. <laughs> all right. Take care. Take care. Good idea. All righty. Sometimes you try to give an example, and uh, you just find yourself getting farther and farther into the uh, quagmire. Um, All right. I think that's it. I don't know that I want to go anywhere else. I think that pretty well covers everything. Um, If you are uh, using an automatic sprinkling system, there is one other thing I wrote down as something I needed to mention if the time allowed. And that is, if you're using an automatic sprinkling system, you need to get somebody out before it gets uh, hot and dry. Get them booked to come out and put it through an irrigation audit to make sure it's working properly, it's delivering the amount of water that your plants will need, that the heads are adjusted correctly, that they're not, uh, there's nothing broken uh, within it. Um, each uh, spring, early summer, when I do this myself with my sprinkler system, I typically find... 20 or 30 heads that have problems. Sometimes it's a broken head that just leaks and that, that whole um, station doesn't work properly. Sometimes it's just a head that has become blocked by new shrub growth and I just have to do a little trimming or put an extender up to get it above the shrub growth. Uh, so it can, it can be all different types of uh, corrections needed, but uh, you need to have that checked most of those corrections you can do yourself 
In fact, I wrote a story on this, I think, in E-Gardens, and I think it was two or three weeks ago, just on uh, sprinkler system repairs that you can make yourself. It's either there or in the Star-Telegram. <laughs> Doing enough writing, I can't remember what I've written where. But anyway, uh, many of these things you can do yourself very easily. They're just, they just involve common sense. And if you have that, then you're all set. All right, let me tell you about my book offer and uh, uh, one or two other things, and then we'll get to our pastor, Tommy Brummett. We're going to talk about birds. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I have it on sale. If you need it for Father's Day, this is my last chance to tell you about Father's Day uh, here. But uh, if you'll get the order in right away, I can I can get it to you in, ter- in time for Father's Day. I need to have that order by noon on Monday. And if you do that, then I'll get it to the post office by the end of business on Monday. And I keep saying I because I'll be the one taking it. Uh, this is a uh, this is a small business America uh, venture because I chose to self-publish my book, not to go through a publishing house. The previous four books that I've done went through publishing houses, and I left each of those relationships thinking that didn't work well. One publisher went out of business because of bankruptcy. One of them just shut down completely, um, and one of them sold to a company up in the Northeast who shipped my books to me in in whiskey boxes. (laughs) I thought, that's not professional. That's how bad that got. So anyway, with my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, you buy it directly from me, and I can control all those things. It's a hardback, 344 pages, 840 of my photos, printed in Texas, uh, printed in San Antonio by Clear Visions, and bound in San Antonio by Universal Book Bindery a historic bindery in downtown San Antonio. It's 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is the 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all your plants. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in the book. Everything is there for you, and um, it is waiting for you. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed with the book or I'll refund every penny. With 79000 sold to date, you'd think I would have been asked to refund, but I haven't been. So that makes me feel good because I think you're going to like the book very much. For a limited time, I've kept the price at just thirty-six ninety-five. I have absorbed uh, the uh, price increase on printing the book. thirty-six ninety-five, and uh, like I say, I can get it to you by Father's Day if you order by noon on uh, Monday. You can call the office, 800-752-GROW, if you do that by noon on Monday. It's not open now. It'll open 9 until noon on Monday. Open 9 to 5 weekday hours. If you want to order it online, you can do that right now. But again, I have to have the order by noon on Monday. And that is at neilsperry.com. That's N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. One of the things that you can do to make your house look absolutely glorious is to put new shutters in the windows, new window treatments. We did that about 13 years ago, and we got sunburst shutters. They had just uh, expressed interest in doing uh, business with me for advertising, and I looked at the shutters. I said, Lynn, you got to see these shutters. And when we looked at them together, we said to each other, this is what we've been looking for. They're plantation-style shutters, large louvers. They're two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size. The larger the louver, the fewer lines you see when you have them open, so you have a, a much clearer vision out into your landscape or across the golf course if you're lucky enough to live on a golf course. We are not. We look into the woods, or maybe you uh, overlook a, a prairie or something. So there you go. Uh, but that's sunburst shutters, and they're made of polywood, P-O-L-Y. Polywood is a man-made a wood substitute that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It's color fast. Now, you can paint them or you can faux stain them, 
but they're color fast and uh, they hold that color for the lifetime uh, of the uh, other product, which is a lifetime and beyond. <laughs> it's just a great product. They operate so easily. Have them bring samples to your home. You can go to their showroom if you want to as part of the factory, but it's easier just to let them come to your home. Nice people, really nice people. Sunburstshutters.com. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. Each Ace is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very, very much. And we go back to our phone lines because standing by on our phone lines, we have my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett from the First United Methodist Church, of downtown McKinney. Tommy, how you doing? Doing well today, Neil. Doing are, well. Good are you about you exhausted? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's been a long week. Yes, it has. Tell, but, tell, but, folks, tell folks what you and Shadrach have been doing this week. So, so Shadrach and I uh, have been uh, working at Vacation Bible School uh, all week. We had uh, over 250 kids uh, <laughs> every day and lots of adults helping, lots of teens working and just celebrated Vacation Bible School and just reminded everybody that God is love and God wants us to love each other. So it was a good week. It's uh, always fun. I, Lynn and I were at, at the Sunday service, and you put a special call out. You said we have all the all the help we need except for somebody to help with, to, to walk with the kids in who have special needs, the, the challenge kids. And, and, and um that is just so right up the alley for Lauren Kate Sperry, um, who has had a, a pal all the way through school. And uh, so we called. They did not make the service. And, and I guess she came every day, and Brian kept reporting to us. She is having a blast with that. Yes. So oh, I'm so glad funny. you mentioned that because she, she loves that. It was it's great. Yes, we have a we have a great uh, ministry to uh, our our friends who have special challenges, and uh, and we want to make sure we've got a person walking with them so that they have a good experience throughout the whole week. And we had plenty of volunteers step forward, and yeah, it was a beautiful beautiful week. Tommy, through my work, uh, just observing not work, but observing uh, uh, school districts uh, with my wife being on school board, I have observed special ed teachers and they need to be sainted these are these are people who do really it's a hard job and um very demanding and and there are some wonderful people there and i've volunteered for 40 years at the denton state support living center and right. i'm not changing the diapers i'm not doing the hard work i'm i'm doing fundraising and um those people are wonderful people as well. So that's great. All right. I want to ask about the service tomorrow. What's going to happen at church tomorrow? So our, our Vacation Bible School kids are going to sing in the worship services. Uh, we're going to remember together uh, that Jesus loves us and calls us to love each other. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to remind ourselves uh, that there are, there are words we need to listen to in the world. And there are words we need to turn away from. And the words we need to hear are, uh, all people are beloved, and we are called to love one another. That's what Jesus teaches us. So we're going to lift that up tomorrow, and we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday in all of our worship services. You can join us in person, 8, 9, 10, 11, or you can join us online. Uh, the sanctuary service is streamed at 10.05, and all that information in Melissa and in McKinney, that can be found at our website at sharingtheheart.org. Sharingtheheart.org for the First United yep. Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. The picture that you saw, the photo of uh, the front of the church for Goldstrom Gloriosa Daisy in E Gardens night before last. That's my church. That's my church. And it's beautiful. It, it was a young church when I was born. <laughs> and bless his heart, Henry is gone now. He died just in the last year or so, but uh, but he was there in Boy Scouts, and he 
was in his 90s when he died. So it's it's been a church to a lot of people for a long time. Tommy, I want to talk to you about Purple Martins. We started to talk about them a couple of weeks ago. And uh, when when should we put a house up for Purple Martins? Is that a January job? That is January because they come early. They're one of our first migrants. They are a sign that spring is on the way. And you need to get those up in January so the Martins can have a home. They're beautiful. They're so fun to watch. Purple Martins are our largest swallow, and they're just a joy to watch flying. They eat all kinds of insects. Uh, They eat mosquitoes. Uh, Not as many as the legend used to say, but but, but they, they do. They eat mosquitoes. So do bats. You could put up a bat house. That helps. With mosquitoes, just want to say, though, the best thing you can do about mosquitoes is make sure you don't have any standing water around your house. Yeah, really. That's exactly right. And um, so with Purple Martin houses now, what do we do at this time of year with our houses? Uh, Neil, you know, sometimes you ask me questions and I have no idea. I, Neil, I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm assuming that they have, have nested and, and raised their young. They're, they've probably done a second nesting. Uh, a lot of time to clean it. Yeah. Yeah. You need to, you need to clean it and, and you need to, after the nesting season, close that up or your, or your sparrows are going to come in and, and take over the neighborhood and, and, and they, they just love purple Martin houses. So just follow the nesting pattern. That's an easy thing to find, uh, on, 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 on the webs, on the web and just, just learn when to put them up, when to take them down, uh, when to close up the houses for the season. That's a good thing for the uh, the the chat uh, GPT or whatever that stuff is. So I'm I'm just getting well versed in that now, thanks to Joseph. So <laughs> Purple Martins are fun. I've never uh, had much luck with my house. I think probably because we have so many trees. That would be my guess. Yeah, lots of birds, yeah, they, Tommy. We've had yeah, lots of they, birds at our feeders. The feeders have remained active at our house this summer. I've been kind of surprised by that. Yeah, me too. My my woodpeckers, cardinals. Uh, chickadees, all those birds are, are flying around, and, and it's so fun to watch. Put up a bird feeder, set out a little water, make sure you've got some shelter, and the birds will bring you joy. So I have a question for you, and I, I don't think this will be one that will stump you. Uh, Merlin, my, my bird identifier uh, soundtrack, uh, keeps identifying Scarlet Tanager as being in our yard. And do we have those around here? Well, I would guess if Merlin says that we do, we do. I've I've never seen one uh, here, um, but they're they're kind of secretive birds. They're they're up in the in the trees, so they're a little hard to see. But if if Merlin says you've got a scarlet tanager, I would I would believe Merlin before I'd believe Pastor Tommy on that. <laughs> well, that'll be the day. Oh my goodness, it is it is highlighted on it for about four or five days, and so I'll keep trying. Tommy, I'll see you tomorrow. I appreciate you. You're wonderful. God bless you, Neil. Bye now. Thank you. Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. The live stream is at 10.05 at sharingtheheart.org. All the information is there and the podcasts of the, of the prior sermons there as well. Folks, thanks for listening to Mike Bass. Great job. Until tomorrow, until next week, happy gardening.